0: I'm still one. I love it. Honey, lad.
1: Let's go again. Who paid for the nachos? No rain, nor wind, nor snow. Classico. Oh yeah, Rapids fans, you are listening to a Northern Colorado hailstorm FC special episode of Holding the Highline. My name is Matt Pollard and it is oh gosh, just after 2 AM Mountain Standard Time on Saturday, April 2nd. Happy Rocky Mountain Cup match day. It is match day for me where and when I am, as I mentioned on the episode earlier this week. I am out of the country for the next two weeks. I will unfortunately be missing the first leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup, but I've got some fun adventures to go on. Some of them may be soccer related, and some of them may or may not lead to content headed your way. But. On to the task at hand. Over the last couple weeks, I have attended two preseason friendlies uh, that Hailstorm participated in as part of their tour day, Colorado. Uh, the first was back on March 18th, a 4-1 victory over Peak 11, who are in the same league tier with Harpos FC and FC Denver. And then the second was on March 30th, a 5-0 victory over Regis University at Regis. Um On this episode, we'll feature a couple of interviews that I have done in that time. The first will be with head coach Amon Zayed, who is originally from Ireland, played most of his career uh, in Ireland, in the League of Ireland, won just about every single trophy individual and team that you could expect. Had a few adventures abroad. We'll get into one of them that is very interesting and very noteworthy, especially if you're um, Iranian. And then we get into his time playing here in the USL. He finished out his career coming to the United States to play at Indy 11 and then Charlotte Independence in the USL Championship, and then was a player coach up until 2020 with Chattanooga Red Wolves. He's now a retired player, and in his first coaching gig, he is a head coach of an expansion team in League One in uh right here in the front range of Colorado. Uh, on the day that I spoke to him, it was actually as he was heading towards uh, the final preseason game that they had against Harpo's FC. So we start off by talking about that, some funs Harpo's chat. Then we will feature post-game player interviews that I had with forward Lachlan McLean, who is originally from Australia. I spoke to him after the peak 11 match in which he scored the first goal of that game, an absolute worldie, taking the ball in the half turn with his back to goal turning, and then just curling the ball past the defender, past the goalkeeper out of reach. And then to make it, And then after the Regis friendly, I spoke with midfielder Stefan Lukic and Shane McFall. I do also speak to Amon about Shane as well. We talk a few things generally, big picture about what he's trying to do tactically, where they are as an expansion team in terms of implementing their principles, where he is as a first-time head coach learning how to do what he's doing. Now, we highlight a couple individual players. We talk about the future Legends Complex up in Windsor, Colorado, and how that's still kind of under construction and what that will look like in its final form and what it will mean um, for the club and everything. Um, So uh, I've done enough rambling, folks. So without further ado, here are my interviews with Hailstorm head coach Amon Zayed, then Hailstorm forward Lachlan McLean and midfielders Stefan Lukic and
0: Shane McFall. Carpos is a an interesting club here in Colorado. They
1: gave the Switchbacks a nosebleed in uh the Open Cup. What are you what are you expecting from them today?
0: Yeah, I expect I expect that's what I expect. I expect um they'll be organized, they'll be competitive, they'll be a good team. They're one of the best they're one of the best um amateur teams in, in all of Colorado. They've gotten obviously to the US Open Cup regularly. They've performed well in the US Open Cup. So, um no, I think um, you know, this is when I looked at um possible um kind of games before the start of our season and, and opposition, these were this is a team who I looked at because uh I knew that they'd give us good good kind of competition, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanna go a little bit back. You were correct me if I'm wrong, a player coach, uh, when you were with Chattanooga in 2020 when did you start to think coaching was your reality after your playing career and what ultimately brought you to northern colorado
0: um so if i can rewind the fact i'd say it was 60 yeah six years, 10 16 when i came over to uh to america to play for in the i had um i've always thought about coaching i had just finished my i had just finished my um uh would be the equivalent of the and when I came over to uh, to America, it was initially it was a year, a year to play. Um, but when I got here, I got involved in, in, in some youth some clubs around the area in Indianapolis and uh, just started to enjoy coaching a little bit more. Um, in 2017, I started my UEFA B license and got involved with a Division One women's program, Ball State University in Indianapolis. Um, and again, I kind of just... I mean, it was, I mean, I knew I wanted to coach, and again, I just kind of learned a little bit more. I was working with women, hadn't worked with them before. Um, and I uh, was also working with a couple of youth clubs, uh, kind of under 14, under 15 boys teams around uh, Indianapolis. Um, and I knew that if I was going to stay in America uh, long term, uh, after playing, um, I'd, I'd, I'd want to get into coaching. I uh, wasn't sure what level, but um knew I was gonna get into coaching. and um, so in two thousand and nineteen uh my old coach from in the eleven, Tim Hankinson, asked me to join him in Chattanooga Wolves. and at the time I was uh at the time I was still playing um, USL Championship with Charlotte Independent and Charlotte Independence has actually offered me a two year deal to stay on with them at USL Championship. Um for so what what kind of what drove me to go to Tim Hankinson in Chattanooga Redwoods in USL League One was the the option and um, an idea that I'd go in as a as a player coach. Um so um so so that's why I went that's why I went to um that's why I went to Chattanooga Redwoods in twenty nineteen as a player coach um player assistant and uh and um and continued on my coaching journey. I started my UAP license in 2020, um, and as soon as I got into coaching in the pro game uh, under Tim Hankinson had no Newgradle, I kind of knew that that's where I wanted to go, and uh, and I knew that you know naturally I couldn't play forever as much as I loved playing that, um, boy I knew that that's kind of where I was going to go. I was going to go into coaching and it's going to be professional professional soccer.
1: When did uh, who first reached out to you from Hailstorm? When did those conversations start?
0: Um, January 2021 um, is when those conversations uh, happened. I remember seeing the announcement that, um, that Northern Colorado was going to have a USL League one game, and as soon as I saw the announcement, I remember thinking, well, that would be a great, great place to coach. Um, I was familiar with Northern Colorado and, and, and Colorado in general because being here since you know, since again since twenty sixteen since I've been over to the States. I've probably went on holiday in my off season about four times to Colorado. Um uh and ventured around from from Denver to Boulder to Essex Park to Breckenridge. Um I love I love Colorado. I love the mountains, I love the outdoor scenery. Um I just love it. Um the people team. Kind of laid back and, and, and easy going, um, easy to get on with. So as soon as, uh, as soon as there was a team announced, I was like, that would be a great place to coach. Um, and, uh, and, and I actually reached out, I reached out to him not long after that. And, and, and that's kind of when conversations started. Um, and they continued from January 2021 until May 2021 when I was, um, when I was officially offered a job. Uh, in between that, there was a lot of conversations, there was a few interviews, there was a, uh, um I, I flew up to Colorado, I met the owner, sort of project, um, uh and, and it was kind of dense, yeah. It was throughout those months that, that it all came together.
1: You mentioned Breckenridge and Estes Park, skiing, snowboarding, yeah. hiking, camping, what's your, what's your go-to outdoor activity?
0: Um you name it, I look for but hiking. I'm, I'm a big, big hiker, Um I love the the national parks, the Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, again, even before I took this job, I'd been to the Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes Park. Um, I'd uh, I'd hiked. I'd done a few hikes in Boulder. Um, Breckenridge obviously is beautiful, and the snowboarding, um, the snowboarding stuff. Um, and then even down in Colorado Springs. Um, I mean, I'd done a lot of the the hiking down there. The, Pike um, uh the incline. Um, but no it's hiking. Hiking is my job. Tw- I love love the outdoors. I even bought a van, a camper van, to do it. Um, so I could actually go to the national parks. Um, in last summer, before I took this job, I think I officially started in August. I took over in May, but um, in between, I actually done a trip um, all all the west coast and and in a little bit with my girlfriend, and we visited. Um, I think we visited like four national parks. Um, so that, that's me. Camping, hiking is, uh, I'm all over that.
1: All right. Well, maybe we'll have to become hiking buddies after this, Aman. Eh, but, um, I want to get into. Yeah, give me some tips. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I, I've been to two of the preseason friendlies. You know, I think the team's yeah. played a, a few different ways, a little bit of pressing, a little bit of playing out of the back. You know, you're a first year head coach for a first year team. Most of the players aren't super familiar with each other. How are you feeling about the principles and the tactics and how well those have been implemented or is everything a work in progress? Um, well, look,
0: naturally, because it's a brand new team and we've been together. This is our seventh official week together um six full weeks, because the first week didn't count, because I only got a few days, but um no, oh, it's a work in progress, but um when I recruited, I recruited, um for a reason, and I really delved into the kind of player that I wanted, I delved into a character, go on and off the pitch, Um you know, it wasn't just a, okay, you're a good player, I'll sign you, um I think recruitment is key, and, and you can live and die with your recruitment, as a coach. Um so I really delved into the kind of player that I wanted um and if you would fit what I'm trying to do here in terms of my Um and naturally you don't really know until they actually come in and you see them um, you know face to face in training, you don't really hundred know what you're getting them you, all you can do is play your best Um so so uh in terms of where we're at, um I've been really pleased, Um I've, I've seen progress from, from the very first game against the Switchback to the second game against New Mexico, Um uh, and, and continued on. I've seen progress in terms of what we're trying to do. Um so I'm, I'm, I'm happy, uh, I'm happy so far, Um but not content. I'd say we're, i say we probably around 70%, um Maybe even less of where we feel we can get as a group, um, and obviously implementing the way we want to play. But, um, but there are certain aspects, certain principles that, you know, from from that first week, the guys have took on, um, you know, we want to be, we want to be, a uh, um, a, 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 an aggressive team. Uh, we want to, you know, we want to bring it. We want to be an attacking, um, team and, and bring, uh, a high level of intensity from, from, from the first minute. Um, and I think, I mean, I know the guys have, have fought into that and they've showed that in every single game we've played so far. Um, so, so I've been happy. Again, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I've been in the game long enough to understand that it's a work in progress and, and you can't just bring in 22, 24 brand new players and go right there you are and expect them to get it. Um, you know, within within even a few months. But um, but no, I'm happy. Look, I think I've brought in uh, a really, really strong group of players, really talented group of players. I would not change my group of players for any other team in this league. Um, I 100% believe I have the best team. Um, on paper, the best squad of players. Um, I believe that. Um, I've seen glimpses of it. Um I've seen moments um, you know throughout the games that we've played so far. Um, and I'm excited about where we can go and what we can become. Um, but I'm also realistic in my it may take it may take a little bit longer for me to be hundred percent complete um, and see a complete performance. But them. Um, but no I'm happy I'm happy so far.
1: Good stuff. Uh, let's get into some of those players. Uh, I understand you and Shane McFall have known each other for a while. You played together at one point back in Ireland. Uh, tell me about your relationship
0: with him. Um, yeah, Shane McFall. I've known Shane for years, and probably goes back. I mean, it you know, goes back twelve years, 2009. Me and Shane ended up signing up for the same team, Sporting Clube. And um I was aware of Shane before that. Um, but then when I got playing with him, um he's an extremely talented midfielder. builder. Um, technically really strong, his his passing ability is um is really is, is I mean it's of a high high level. Um, you know, for me when Shane is is hundred percent fit and healthy and match fit, um, because he's missed I mean, the last competitive game Shane played has been, been a while ago. So, for me, um my biggest, um you know, uh, issue with him, which is, he, he is trying to get him match fit, 100% fit, 100% comfortable. Because I've seen USN League One from the start, been my games since I've been involved in it, and Shane's passing range is, is, is up there with, with, with anyone, maybe even better than even passing range I've seen. Um, as a midfielder. Um, but um, but again, Shane's a, a work in progress and he understands that. Um, he needs to get a 100% match fit. But um, but Shane's an exceptional player. He's he's been at uh, um, been all over the world, played at at various levels. Um, and uh, and and he's obviously the, the oldest on the team. He's, he's he's the most veteran on the team. Uh, and and I expect him to to help help the younger lads as well. You know. So I uh, no delighted with him. I'm delighted that you came on board.
1: Uh Amon, as you'll probably come to realise, Colorado soccer fans are obsessed with local players. Um you do have one Colorado native on the roster for Trevor Ammon. Uh what are you expecting from him this season?
0: We have one, soon to be two. Um soon to be two. Another one will be announced soon. Um, Colorado native that I'm I'm, I'm happy and delighted to get over the line. Um but Trevor, a man was somebody that look. When I took over Northern Colorado, I wanted I wanted to get players from around from 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 Northern Colorado. Um, I wanted to get the talent. Um, unfortunately, you know we're competing with down south. is obviously the Colorado Switchbacks who've been around, um, you know, quite a while. You have the Colorado Rapids, and at the moment when when the best soccer players in Colorado think, um, I want to be a professional, they think about the Colorado Rapids. I think they're out to Colorado switchbacks. Um, so for me, it's, it's just trying to get the name out there. i the Colorado Health It's a, it's another professional club and it's, um, it's, uh, for, for me, USL League One is the perfect platform, um, for young players to become professionals. I think it's, it's a better platform than, um, I think it's a better platform than MLS. I think it's a better platform than USL Championship because And sometimes when you go to those teams, you could be an 18, 19, 20, 21 year old going into Colorado Rapids and just never, ever, ever getting a chance. Uh, and likewise with the switchbacks, um, you know, they have more money to spend. So they might go for a 26, 27, 29 year old as opposed to giving a a young lad a chance. So, um, I think USLE won is a fantastic league to give the best young talent in Northern Colorado an opportunity. And I want to build a club that, um, that that will be able to do that. I want um to obviously get the name out there and um and give give young lads something to to, to maybe um really a little chance of becoming a, a top professional yeah. and then moving on up. So um Trevor a man was somebody that came on my radar back in back in back in August as soon as I took the job I I, uh, I reached out to a few people around the area and I said, Look um you know, any any names and um uh fortunately for me I'm a soccer nerd. So i um had uh ever since I've been involved in America I've always been uh, interested in like all forms of um soccer, obviously at yeah, the professional leagues but um even the NPSL and the UPSL. And uh, there was an Irish guy that I know um who captained um Denton Diablo to an N P S L Championship. And, uh, I just happened to be friends with him on social media, on Twitter. And I remember, um, you know, him posting up them winning and all that kind of stuff. And I remember the name Trevor O'Man, And I remember him scoring a hat trick. I think it was a quarter final and he had scored in the semi-final as well. Um, might have scored in the final as well, but, uh, um, I remember looking at it and going, oh, that guy looks like a striker. Um, he just goals. And then it just happened to be that he was from Colorado. So I thought, hold on, this is great. If I can, if I can, if I can get this guy to join. Um so after a few months back and forth and um, speaking of Trevor he finally committed and I again I was delighted because he was somebody that um I had, I had earmarked from I mean really, really, really early into this. I'm, I'm talking like as soon as I took over last month, I wanted Trevor to sign. I think we finally got him to sign in maybe it's November, December.
1: Good stuff. Um, one player who impressed me in the second half of the game against Regis was centre back, uh, Rob Cornwall. Um, I've heard perhaps he might be your captain this year. Um, what do you like about him as a veteran leader at the back?
0: Rob Cornwall is, uh, uh, he's fantastic. I mean, like, I, 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 I strongly believe, uh, Rob Cornwall can play for any USL championship team, centre back. Um, if I took over anything, Phoenix in Tampa Bay, Indy Eleven, um any of the so called big names in uh the USL championship tomorrow, he would be somebody I would bring with me. He is a um he's a monster at the back. I mean when I think of a defender, um I think right I want somebody who will, you know, put his head in the line, who wins will one be one battle, who wins you know, those balls in the air, um like a proper old school defender. Um and then somebody who can organise at the back. Um and I mean he's he, he, he does that uh, and more. Um I think I think sometimes the problem nowadays um I think sometimes now the problem is um when coaches think of offenders they think, Oh yeah, I want a defender to be able to play out from the back. When they think of the goalkeeper think, Oh yeah yeah, can the goalkeeper play? And, and they tend to focus on that as opposed to what is a defender's job first and foremost. What is his role? And his role is to defend and be a solid, I mean, you watch Italy when they won the European Championship, championship, um, uh, 2020. I mean, those defenders, um, who was it? Chiellini and,
1: uh, Uh, Bonucci.
0: Yeah. I mean, they celebrated uh, a blocked shot like it was a goal. They absolutely loved Defending, and um, and I just feel like I suppose I think it's, it's it's an art, it's, it's an art that's going out of fashion. But I just feel like people tend to look at yeah, but look at look at this guy coming out from the back and playing balls, and you know playing a diagonal ball, and that's great. But can he defend? Um, and, um, and 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 Rob Cornwall, I mean, yeah, he's he's uh, he was somebody that. Um, I mean, as soon as I heard that he, he was even an opportunity, a possibility to get him. I was like, I was going all day to get him. Um, you know, I, I honestly I can't rate him high enough. Um, for me, the best defender in USL League One, hands down. And, um, and again, I've been in USL League One for the last three years, so I kind of have a good, and I, I'm a striker. I've played against defenders, so I have an idea. Um, but, um, but for me, the best defender in USL League One and, uh, can play in any, any, and the USL Championship side. Um, I, I, again, I'm a soccer nerd. When I'm not training, I'm watching USL League 1, I'm watching USL Championship. Um, I watch my former teams all the time. India 11, Charlotte Independence. Um, I watch the top teams, Tampa Bay, Phoenix Rising. Um, people rave about, I think it was Forrest um, Forrest Lasso. um in Tampa Bay, who's been in Championship team of the year for the last couple of years. For me, Rob's a better player, he's a better defender. Um, so, delighted,
1: as you can probably tell. <laughs> yeah, um, I've had a few conversations with ownership, Amon, The Future Lessons Complex is big yeah. and ambitious. I understand there's still some construction going on between the main stadium and then the indoor facility that you'll have as well. Um, what do you think of the facility on the whole and the impact it'll have for the club and the greater community?
0: Oh, I, yeah, I, I think the complex as a whole is going to be phenomenal. I genuinely uh, don't think I mean, I know the Colorado, the Northern Colorado community don't fully understand, um, what is going to come and how good it's going to be. Um, the complexes, just, I mean, it's, again, I'm, you know, I don't know all the complexes in America. America is a massive country. Um, but it has to be up there at one of the, one of the top level complexes in, 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 in the country. Um, and I know that's what the ownership are trying to build. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just looking forward to getting back and, and uh, get, being able to play. I mean, uh, there's a, um, I, I don't know, if it's 75 feet high. There's a gigantic indoor dome that's being built. And I'm hoping to get in and train from from the end of April in there. Um, there's, a, there's going to be a collegiate stadium, a 2000-feeler collegiate stadium that we will probably, um, I mean, we'll start out our home games in the 8th of June in that. Um, and I'm told, um, a high level, um, p one Collegiate Stadium, 2000 theatre, um, that, that will be great. Um, and then obviously we have our, our, uh, our bigger stadium that, um, I, I, again, I, I don't know timelines, but, um, again, I'm told to be playing in that this year. Um, the complex is going to be, it's, I mean, there's, there's, I don't know, eight, eight to ten baseball fields and eight to ten soccer fields. Um, you know, there's there's a lot coming to, to the area. Um, and again, I'm new to, to Northern Colorado. I'm only here six months, but um, from, from what I see, what I know, what I've gathered, is there's nothing like this around. I mean, when you, Everything is Denver, and every time people want to go, I mean, I've done it. I've come down to the ballpark to watch games. Um I've gone down to six and go the park and watch the rapid play. Um for me it's 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 great but it's also a bit of a nightmare. You have to drive an hour, an hour and a half through traffic to get down there. Um, you know, but, but from kind of north Denver up all the way up there. There's not much up there. There's um there's a minor league hockey team, the Eagles, that are obviously affiliated with the Avalanche and, and and they do really well in their stadium. Um they're very, very well supported. Um I'm hoping that you know, the health storm, we can give, we can give Northern Colorado something to kind of get behind, something to kind of, um, associate with just Northern Colorado, um, and, and away from Denver, away from, you know, south of Denver and, and down there. Um, so that's my hope. And, uh, I think the community is, I, I I, think they're in for, um, I mean, I, I think it's going to be unbelievable. And I think, uh, um, yeah, I'm hoping that people are really going to get behind it and, uh, and, and I, I want to, I want to sell out. I want people to really get behind it and, and make that club their own. Um, you know, and, and be proud to have something that is just theirs and just Northern Colorado's.
1: That's fantastic, and I completely agree with you, Amon. And I hope that's what happens as well. I don't normally ask coaches about their playing career if it's not directly related to what they're doing, coaching now. But Amon, uh, I have a very good friend from college who's Iranian. He's a Persepolis oh, fan, yeah. so I have to ask. It's been almost a decade since Ten Minutes with Ten Men. What do you remember about that day?
0: Um, I remember it almost like was yesterday because I get reminded every day um on social media and stuff like that and uh especially when derby day comes um comes around and um, there's actually a derby police each uh, I watched um definition of a draw. Um but no I remember it was it changed my life. I mean um you know I had a decent career prior to that. I'd made some Irish and rage so I'd um, I'd won every trophy and both team and personal trophy in Ireland um prior to that. So I had a decent little career for but when I got over there obviously I changed changed a lot. Um I wasn't aware of the derby at all but when I got to Iraq. Um, all I knew that Iran was a country of seventy five million people. Absolute soccer fanatics. I mean and it's something that I can say to. fanatic you kinda have to go there and see it. It really is life and death over there. Um and uh and, and the two big teams are Ferstopolis and uh Esteglade. and you you're either one is red, one is blue, you, you support one of the other. So, um so uh it kinda worked in my favor because, you know, I had that was my first game, um, for, for first of all, I hadn't played before that. and um, the coach at the time didn't kinda I'd been there a month didn't really favor me as a player. Um so it kinda worked in my favor because um because you know, everybody else was nervous. It was the biggest game, it was watched by millions and millions of people on T V. It was uh eighty six Thousand people at the game. Um, to me, I was like, "Well, this is cool. Look at this. This is you know, I've never played in front of eighty-six thousand people before." Um, and then when I came on, we were two-nil down. And I remember—I um, mean, it still sticks in my mind. I remember coming onto the pitch, thinking, "Well, hold on, we're two-nil down. I mean, I, I mean, I, and we were playing against a team who was top of the league." In my head, it was like, oh, "Probably the game over. We're two-nil down. Let's just go out and enjoy it, enjoy the experience, and..." That absolutely helped me because when I got those chances, I was so loose. Um, and and as a striker, when you're in front of goal, the the loose you are, the the more time you are in front of goal, um, the kind of the the better chance you have of of finding the back of the net. So to me, the back of the net looked big. Whereas maybe if I had realised the scope of the game and I was Iranian and and and, and I kind of felt the pressure. At me, maybe that goal would have got a hell of a lot smaller. Um, so when those chances came, it was, um, uh, yeah, I mean, and again, when I got, I remember I scored the, go- the goals, and after the game, obviously it was a word of over, stuff so kind of winning the game, 3-2, uh, uh, only having 10 men, but after the game, for me, it was kind of relief, I was kind of like, well, there you are, coach, I told you to play. <laughs> um, and uh, and that's, that's kind of what was, I was, I, 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 didn't go, I, I was delighted that she ran home, but I wasn't crazy. I wasn't like, oh, I'm great now, we're at my dad. Or to me, it was just like, well, there you are. I, I kind of, I always, I was a player always kind of point to prove, keep my shoulder, um, always wanted to prove people wrong. And that's, that was it. I was wanted to prove the coach wrong. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, fantastic, fantastic memory for me and day and, um, and it was great. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it was fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, last question that I have, Amon, obviously, you've got a match to get to um, as a first year head coach, what are your personal goals for the season? What are your goals for the team for the season?
0: Um, so, uh, I, uh, I'm realistic and I like to, I like to keep things realistic. Um, but I, I absolutely have um, big aspirations and big expectations that I'm going to put on the group. Um, big, big uh, expectations because I believe we can do it, and I believe I've the quality to do it. As a coach, look, I, we'll see. We'll see how things go. You um, know, well, my end goal is to, to get as far in the game as I can as a coach. It was, it's was, it was the same. I had that as a player. I wanted to go as far as I could go and play at the highest level, um, whether that was within the country, whether that was internationally. And as a coach, it's no like, so say You have to have um, aspirations and goals. And, um, you know, if, if I'm gonna be in um you know, in America and, and, and coach here, I wanna coach at the highest level, which is the MLS. Um but but <laughs> there's a hell of a lot of work um that needs to go in uh, between now and then, um and, uh, and and look. I'm a first year head coach and so see how it goes. Um I'm fortunate enough to have an unbelievable coaching staff. My assistant coach Kevin Sorchak is to me the best assistant coach um, in, in USL League One, one of the best season coaches I've ever seen. Um, or I've worked with. Um, a goalkeeper coach who arrived in late because he was waiting on a visa. A Ryan Von Williams. Um, who'll get announced. I mean, we're talking about a guy who who was in the the Welsh international camp. Um, as a as a I mean, he was third goalkeeper, but as a goalkeeper when they got to the semi-finals of the 2016 European Championships. Um, we we're only talking about Gareth Bale yesterday. I mean, he's like he's a player. Um. So I mean, um, I, I think my, I think my kit man has UA for sea license, or US sea license, <laughs> and he's doing his he's, he's US license. Like, my coach is phenomenal. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and look, we have high aspirations, we wanna, we wanna do as well as we can. I don't know, I mean, look, we wanna win a championship. Um, you know, every coach says it. Does every coach believe it? Mm, I don't think so. Deep down, deep down, do they actually believe it? I don't know. Do I absolutely believe it? Yeah, I do. Um, and, and that's what we want to do. And I think if we can do that, I think the Northern Colorado uh, community will, will, uh, get behind us even more. Um, so that's what I want to do. That's our expectations. Who knows what will happen as the coach and take it month by month, month, season by season. But, um, but that's what we want to do here in Northern Colorado. We want to, We want to create a winning team, um, a winning championship team, and I believe we can do that.
1: Coach, thank you so much for your time. Um, Good luck uh, tonight, obviously, and uh, hopefully I'll be
0: seeing you after winning the home opener. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. How are you doing with the, the weather and the altitude? It's different, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm used to being at sea level, <laughs> and
2: now what, it's the Mile High City, right? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely a bit different. burns the lungs a bit different than, uh, than you do at sea level, but it's good it's good to be here.
1: Okay, welcome to the goal. How'd that feel?
2: Really good. When you started a new club, especially as a striker, all you want to do is score goals and help the team, so it felt really good, but overall I think we had a great performance today. Definitely a lot of stuff to work on, but uh, it's good to get our first win as a club, uh, and lots to
1: work on from here. Seems like a lot of fluidity up top, a little bit of pressing and play up. You know, how's the how's that working tactically with the front four?
2: You know, preseason's all about just learning to understand each other as players and um, learning how we want to play as a team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we go through preseason every game, every training, we're getting more familiar with each other, and the more mm-hmm. familiar we get, we get with each other, the better. We're... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, coming into a new club is one thing. Coming into an expansion team, which might be a new concept for you, coming from Australia, you know, everybody's a new face. How's the I know you've only been here so long, but you know, how's the camaraderie and like you know teammates getting to know each other chemistry?
2: It doesn't feel like that, I'm telling you, it doesn't feel like a new franchise. I think, you know, we've come in everyone's so welcoming and everyone's so friendly. Uh it's a great environment to be a part of and uh there's a lot of a uh, lot of positives to take from every day and I think this club's gonna do
0: big things so I'm really looking forward to the season to come. Matt Pollard, last word on soccer. Nice to meet
1: you. Nice to meet you. Yes. Yes. Thoughts on the performance?
3: It was a good game, 90 minutes in our legs. I think we performed well, worked hard. We were aggressive. The only thing that I would say is that we needed to score a couple more. We created many chances in first and in the second half both. I think that we need to be cleaner in front of the goal. But overall, I'm happy with performance, how we played. We are going definitely into a good direction before the season starts.
1: I was at the uh, friendly against uh, peak 11. I know communication seemed like an issue in that game. It seemed like there was more communication and maybe better understanding at times. How's the team tactically?
3: Definitely, definitely. We are working every week and I believe we are getting better as each week progresses. Uh, We work harder, coaches are preparing us and, and making sure that we every game we get better, at least a little better, and that's our goal, to keep progressing, keep improving, definitely communication today was better, uh, first clean sheet, that's definitely awesome, and I don't remember them creating many chances and I think that's very important that we are defensively sound and offensively this group is definitely talented enough to score in every game Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Coming into a new team is one thing, coming into a team where everybody's new is another thing, how's the camaraderie and people getting along off the pitch?
3: One thing that I'm very happy about is that coaches didn't bring only talented players they also brought uh, very good people uh we get along actually pretty well and it's i know it sounds like a cliche and i know everyone would say but honestly this is a great group of men great group of guys i believe we are just going to get better as the season progresses thank you stefan thank you very much
1: hi shane matt pollard last word on soccer nice to meet you you. Uh, thoughts on the performance yeah i thought it was
4: really good i thought we were um really good with the ball Overall, it was a tough game. They gave us a tough game. They're fit, they they got stuff into our face, but we we kept the ball well. But um, well, yeah, I enjoyed the game. I thought it was really good. I was mm-hmm. impressed by them as well, how, how
1: fit they were. But I think we had a bit
4: more quality in in the end.
1: Mm-hmm. I was at the match against Peak Eleven, and seems yeah. like communication between you and the centre backs. There's some mm-hmm. stuff that we worked mm-hmm. out there. Seemed louder and maybe a little bit better today. How's that going? Yeah, I mean it was nice. It's, uh,
4: I've come on the second half, so so vocal as well, and Zula, it's Breck and Leo, where everyone's forming partnerships at the minute, so we're still getting used to each other, we're definitely impressed, uh, we're getting better, better every week, and we've got a clean sheet today, so mm-hmm. can't ask for more on that
1: defensively. Another 90 minutes under your belt, how yeah. are you feeling fitness-wise? Oh, I'm feeling
4: good now, it's, it's been a while since I've had two 90 minutes in a row, so I'm feeling good and I'd be ready now for the start of the season. Yeah.
1: Okay, um, I know this is, coming into a new team is one thing, coming into it where the club's new and everybody's yeah. new is another thing, how's the chemistry on and off the pitch? Oh, brilliant, the lads are great,
4: The attitudes are first class, like training intensity every single day, every single player is like in tip top condition.